I can't. I can't. I just can't. You can. <laughs> oh, zip it, Zara McDermott. Hello, hello. Welcome to a delayed episode three. Very sorry for having a week off last week. We're both, um, both very lazy. In, no, we're men in the office. Well, me and the cash. Yeah, you and the, you in the GP room. Gotta gotta earn the dollar somehow. God, you should you should see him right now. He's he's in a literally looks like a dad or a, he's my... in a checkered shirt. He's probably in some. You know, slightly busted up, smart shoes, yeah. skinny jeans. Oh, I've got chinos, actually, Goose. Same, same difference, same difference. Um, yeah, so I'm currently doing my cutting and sticking job. Angus looks like he's just come back from safari. Yeah, I'd rather be coming back from safari than, you know, <laughs> going back to year R. Fair point, I'll take that. So, uh, yeah, we've missed a week, so we've actually got a fair bit to catch up on. Um I don't know about you, I've watched a fair bit of football. Um, yeah, it's just so rubbish. much going on. It's been dull, hasn't it? It's been it's so just... bad. Um, um, I, don't, I can't even comprehend how poor England have been. I mean, with all the attacking talents, I just it just makes it... Oh, the, one, the one question I have, really, is what and who has put Gareth Southgate... We, are, we, are, we as a country are so naive... All I'm I want so to know naive. Is where's his waistcoat gone? Yeah, the lucky waistcoat's gone. Harry Kane's not getting any penalties, so he's not going to win Golden Boot. Mm. Um, he's ruining it. He's he's honestly he's, he's looking like a donkey out on the pitch. Um, and he's playing opposition that are arguably easier than the teams he comes up against in the Premier League. Um, interesting. Quick question on Friday night. Who were you supporting? What, me? Yeah. Um, no, I was supporting England. Cool to see, you know, it's just, you just expect England to do well, don't you? Like, I mean, obviously do there's you? a small, obviously there's a small part of me that goes, ah, oh, you know. Same old England. Obviously, yeah, there's a small part of me going, ah, oh, you know, wouldn't mind if Scotland win, but predominantly want England to win, purely because you see the attacking talent. England should be an exciting team. Yeah, so um, we're, we're we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon, just before the Czech Republic game this evening, and they're without Mount and Chilwell. How much of an effect do you think that's going to have? Well, I didn't think Chilwell would start anyway. Mm-hmm. I think he'll revert back to having Trippier at left back because Shaw didn't do an awful lot against Scotland. But I think because it's a must-win game, he'll revert back to Trippier at left back, which is not what anyone really wants to see. But it's because of that shot that sturdied us. Harry Maguire looks like he's coming back. But um, I think Mount could be a miss in a game like this because he's usually a driving force in that midfield. Um, Do you think Henderson's going to play? I, I, I think that would be a terrible decision. So do I. I just think Cause it's then you'd so have negative. Because th- you'd have three defensive midfielders in midfield. Mm. Where's that driving force? I think Grealish, if anyone's going to come in, Grealish should go in. In there, and then you know, get Sterling off the pitch because he's, oh, yeah, he may have scored a goal, but he missed three chances in that get in that game, and he was trying to dribble up his own arse against Scotland to zero effect. Um, like he's got that bloody shooting, he's got that gun tattoo on his right leg, but he's not shooting anything at the moment. Mm-hmm. The only thing he's shooting at is Rose Z. Um, 
He's off target. About as off target as villains in films, mate. Like, not catching anything. Pew, pew. Maybe maybe you should take a lesson off Mountain Chilwell and catching something, you know, yeah. catching a scoring yeah. habit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mount Mounts without Mount, I think there's a lot of missing. You could put Foden in that position. I think Foden could do a job more centrally. But I don't know. It's... Did you did you hear that um, they're all gonna jump on the bandwagon and get the same trim <laughs> as him if they win? That... All dark, all bleached their hair. God, imagine! I I jo- I start. I went too early, George. I was a year, I'm a year ahead of them. <laughs> yeah. In the well, planning. You predict you're turning into the bloody Simpsons. Predicting. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, obviously, I knew it was coming home way before, way before <laughs> they did. <sighs> um, but I don't know. I, 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 it would be hilarious to see them all come back to the Premier League season with bleach blonde hair. Um, <laughs> the, com- the commentators would have a nightmare. Having well. <laughs> Yeah, just imagine what a Chelsea Man City game. Cause like I think what half the teams from Chelsea and Man City, a Chelsea Man City game. You're going, oh, so the 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 blonde Chelsea player and oh, uh, uh. yeah. Oh, was... I um on the radio, Greg James has agreed to it as well, and he's bloody terrified if they get if they do too well that his wife's gonna like divorce him. Some uh, pretty That's poor radio that is. Some pretty poor radio choices. Commitments. So, obviously, England have got Scotland tonight. Scotland have got to win. Scotland have got to win to go through to the last sixteen. If they go, if they win tonight, they go automatically through, and Croatia are out. So, would Croatia be out? Yeah, Croatia would be uh, out. Yeah. Um, I don't, do you reckon without Billy Gilmore? Also, do you reckon they? What, what do you reckon? Will you be watching I... the game at all? Um, well, no, because they're on at the same time tonight. It's about yeah. 8 o'clock kickoffs. I will be just watching the switch off. Um, I think Scotland were actually threatening. I quite enjoyed watching it. And I thought. But they, um, had, they arguably had the better chances, Dykes. Yeah. I thought he was decent. And I rated O'Donnell as well. I thought he had yeah. a cracking game. I thought he well, did really well. He forced that cracking save out of Pickford towards oh, the last two. Yeah. yeah, I think for all Pickford does pull it out of the bag at, for England, if I'm honest. Push I comes feel to like, shove, yeah. yeah, he's he may have the odd odd howler, but I think he's proven to be very, very strong and sturdy in between the sticks. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like Scotland could pull out results tonight. Um should we have a little prediction on the two games this evening? I reckon England it'll be nil 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 again I'm just going to be very very pessimistic and go nil nil Um, I'm just fed up I'm fed up with Gareth Southgate's boring stuff I'm fed up of being one of the naive cliques of people and I'm fed up of expecting England to go to tournaments and do well how we did well at the 2018 World Cup, I have no idea. It just infuriates me that people insist that it's coming home. I know it might be a bit of a joke now, but it's not coming home. We are a boring, boring fixture of football. I'm actually debating going to watch the Scotland-Croatia game because I think that might even be a bit more attacking. Scotland were more attacking than we were. How was that? How was a country with, I don't know, out of six million people or something like that, more 
more of a strength, more of a stronghold for attacking football than England are. We're six, you know, we're something like twelve times more people, well, ten times more people than them. It just doesn't make sense. I'm just fed up of people going, "Oh yeah, England, England should be doing." We're not going to win anything with bloody Gareth Southgate. He's not wearing the waistcoat. He's not wearing the trousers, and he's not got any bollocks, really. I don't think he's cockless, that man. Um, God. He's got God. to go. He's <laughs> got, got to go. To go. It's he's time got, to go. Yeah, it literally is t- it's time for him to go. I think he had, he had his glory moment, taking England to the easiest semi, semi-final <laughs> route they've ever had. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just blaming the waistcoat myself. But it's but it's the fact that people people think oh we should take we should just lose the game purposely and just drop into the runners up because then we won't have to play France or Portugal or we'll get the easier one of the three. Like why no, is that? You, no, no. You, yeah, I, you, you I, go in to I win every game. Gary Gary yeah. Lineker said, "You go to win every game." Like simple formula: if you win every game, you win the tournament. Yeah, because you, if you, with with attitude like that, you're gonna have to cut. If you want to come to go to the final, you're gonna have to play the France. You're gonna have to play the Germans. You're gonna have to play the Portugal. You can't just pussy out. You don't get a like, choice. Yeah, exactly. If England, like, if England had beaten Croatia, which was probably they had the easiest route to get to that World Cup final, they probably could have ever wanted. You know, they managed just to get through on a shaky penalty shootout against Colombia. They managed to beat Sweden who don't even have anyone worth noting in their team. And they and they lost to Croatia 2-1. They didn't have a decent spell in that Croatia game, apart from the te- first 10 minutes when Trippier scored. So, I mean, and then they would have had to play France, and they would have got absolutely bitched they by France. Ruined. They would have been ruined. So, there is no, there is, there is no intent. In the, without Harry Kane's goals, we wouldn't have even got to the final. I think he's got a hat-trick of penalties in the game against Panama. And we won 6-0. It's hardly anything to write home about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Just... just right. So I, th- I think we should move on. I think we should move on. Yeah, well, I yeah. I, I can tell you're getting quite upset. Well, if, if they don't perform tonight, I, I literally, I'll be... I think I might have to take the Billy Collins route and just support Wales. Because... Oh, just... Support Scotland, please. No, but Scotland, no, Scotland won't make. If Scotland don't make it through, then I'll be at Wales. I'll be rooting for Wales. Rooting. I think I'll um, go for Angolo Kante, not France. Just like just Kante. Kante, yes, he can. You can. Oh my god! I can't. I can't. I just can't. You can. <laughs> Oh, zip it, Zara McDermott. Um, <laughs> classic, classic memes. Where, um, where should we head next? Should we head? Should we head down? Should we head over to um to Murrayfield? Could do, or to Jersey. Um, well, I mean, they've been in Jersey. I mean, it looks like they've had. A, have you been watching that documentary? The like the ultimate testing. Got no. like two, um, it's, it's like that next level documentary on YouTube that England do. They've done it for the Lions, which is they've done a couple of episodes, which is actually actually quite interesting to see what they get up to. 
talking about their cryotherapy um, and they get into this chamber at minus 80 is like a ease them into it and then they go into like minus 100 and something what um, degrees yeah yeah that's it's like on... that's like freezing knob off sort of thing like... <laughs> yeah well they have to wear gloves and socks to the legs and clogs and it, things to keep their ears on right yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'd have to wear a sock on the other. On the other leg. leg. On yeah. the other leg. Yeah, because there's there's all and your nipples or something like. And you'd probably flick them off, couldn't you? Yeah, if the frostbite on those bad boys. Cool. They'd freeze over. That would no be... more. It's like spray a bit of deodorant on, flick them off. Oh God, don't. But anyway, the the documentary is actually really interesting. Um. And By the way, we're talking about the lions. We are talking about the lions now. We didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't quite. So we didn't didn't address that. Poor yeah. punditry. Terrible punditry. Yeah, but if, um, if people listening to this would expect to be, you know. Yeah, if you're still joining us at season two, episode three, then you you must love your sport. Yeah, you must. You <laughs> must be, and and also be admire, be supporters of us. Well, bloody Caitlin Polly still hasn't listened to an episode. Yeah, I don't think she even listened to the episode that she was in. No, probably not. Oh, well. We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, yeah, not so they're off to, off to Murrayfield on Saturday, I think. Um, well, yeah, the squad got released today, didn't it? Just released a team, yeah. Interesting. Um, I think it's very experimental. I think it's the players yeah. that won't really get much game time. But yeah, they're also players that, he wa- players that he wants to look at as well. I think someone I- like Hamish Watson is someone that he would like to look at. Because um, yeah, I, I originally I was like, oh Hamish Watson, he's nailed on in that seven jersey. But thinking now, I'm like, mm, Tipperick is well into the shot. Of... Well, I put Tipperick oh, at my team, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think he, I think some players you want to take a look at, like Ty Byrne, he's put at six, where he's predominantly yeah. a flanker. I think he wants to take more of a look at him at, as a flanker. Um, Rory Sutherland's in there, which is kind of to be expected, I think, as yeah. as an experiment. Um, Henshaw's in there. Henshaw's in there, but I think that's to kind of even up because he's got a bit of experience, doesn't he? So yeah. Um, um, and then they've got Ian Henderson, who I'm really intrigued to see. I'm I'm intrigued to see what they do with him and Ty Byrne because they're obviously both those like hybrid secondary back rows. Um, so yeah. I'd be interested to see what the outcome of his summer is going to look like. Well, obviously, Ken Owens is under Ferguson as well, complete the front row with Roy Sutherland. Um, but we've gone for quite an industrial centres, I think, with Bundyaki and Robbie Henshaw. Yeah. It's very industrial. Like it's a, that's it, It's a tried and tested partnership as well. Yeah, I think it's something that you don't... You, well, I don't think we'll see any Japanese players getting through the centre centre no. fold. Um just be shut down. Yeah, I think that's a fairly fairly strong and um prestigious centre centre partnership. Um but then the big man himself, Duham is starting is starting on the left wing. I'm um, assuming that this game is not classed as a test. No, it won't no, be. No, it's not, it won't be. No. Um because it's a friendly Right. Um, but it's only because they would be, you know, they'd be playing, they'd be starting to play games by now over there if they could go. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Josh Adams and Vandermeer, I think that brings a kind of different different set of wingers. Yeah, you've to... got the pace and the power. Yeah, the, I think that'll sides. be. It'll... I think that'll give some give the Japanese something to worry about a bit. Um and Liam Williams, obviously well trusted by Gatland. Mm-hmm. Um and Jack Conan there's, there's as no well hog in No hog in the minute. Yeah. But we'll go on to that in a bit. Um Connor Murray starting in line. Um and bigger. Uh, yeah, and then that's pretty that's pretty the whole squad. So Rory Sutherland, Ken Owens, Dunder Ferguson starting up. In our front row, um, Ian Henderson, Alan Wynne Jones, second row, Ty Byrne, um, Ty Byrne, Jack Conan, Hamish Watson, back row, and then we got Connor Murray, scrum half, Dan Bigger at fly half, um, then 12 and 13, we've got Bundyaki, Robbie Henshaw, and then our back, our back line of backs is our, our Duhan Vandermeer. Liam Williams, and Josh Adams. I just wanted to add a bit more difference, you know, everyone everyone's just calls it. No, really. I remember my dad always used to call it the three quarters. God, yeah, I know. Grow up, Julian. <laughs> um, should we head to? Should we continue with our rugby and head to um, head the, to pen, the pen finals? How the hell the Harlequins are there? Oh come on, that I game was. I am so. I, I unfortunately I was working. I didn't see the game live, but my word. What a result! Yeah, I mean, going going into um, sudden what was it? Extra time. Extra time. Sudden death. Oh yeah, I was about to say sudden death. But I'm um, going into extra time. I mean, how they came back from twenty eight nil down. That they looked dead and buried at twenty eight yeah. at half an hour mark. They looked dead and buried. Um, very impressive um, performances from Linear. Is it Linear? Uh, Liner. Liner, Liner, sorry, Liner. Um, I was thinking about the sevens player for a second then. Um, yeah, Liner and Marchant putting them back yeah, into the game. Um, Smith. Apparently, um, Joe Marler had some really like good words to say at half time, which I can believe. Yeah, well, I mean, seeing as he's the, one of the more experienced players there, yeah. isn't it? Because it's, it's quite I'll a young you, squad, isn't it? I tell you what, I didn't realise Joe Marler for a front rower. He's only thirty. Is he? Yeah, he's only thirty, which is not old for a front rower at no, all. No, considering the yeah, considering the amount of time he spends on the pitch. Exactly. Like he played um, what ninety something minutes. That is. Yeah, we well, he came off and then had to go back on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's um he's a real real good player, and he got he's um, an he got, um helicopter trips there and back because he had a kid like the day before. Yeah. He got um, in. I mean, I think with that squad, they're quite a young squad at the moment. I think it give them a couple of years if they keep that squad together. Everyone that fairly injury free, it could be a, a, a side that will be competing with extra Bristol year in year out. Yeah, and Saracens think, now they're coming back. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be really interesting to see how they go in the years to come because the only. Well, that Danny Kerr, Marcus Smith halfback partnership, I think is brilliant. But obviously, Danny Kerr is not going to be around forever. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who they get coming in at nine. Because I don't, they, I know Martin Landaho is leaving, and then they've got Scott Steele, who's not really, I don't know, 
can't see him winning many trophies. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see who they bring in at nine in the years to come. But with the likes of Alex Dombrandt and Jack Kenningham, and as you say, March and Liner, all these fantastic Tyrone Green, all these good young lads, I think they have got a very bright future ahead. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I said, like like we both now said, it's kind of a youthful team, but they've got a different kind of force to come up against on Saturday. I feel they've on. got serial winners to come. Yeah, up against. I think experienced winners they've got in extra Chiefs to play against Bristol. Bristol, well, are also themselves a young team, and they've not really won anything apart from obviously winning the. Challenge Cup last week, like no, no, last yeah. year. Sorry, they're still quite a young squad themselves. I think when you come up against Extra Chiefs, they're a team that kind of stick together all through the year. Just even with Six Nations going through, they seem to have a squad that is consistent. Um, and I feel like a squad like that it sticks together, shows it, and it's shown progress. There's no way I don't think Harlequins will come away with a win. I think Exeter will just storm their way through. I think I don't think Exeter will come out with the same flashy start that Bristol do because they're not that kind of team. Bristol Bristol will go hard and go fast and then wear it on the chin when they ship points. Whereas Exeter Chiefs just know how to build a lead. They'll just get Joe Simmons take three, Joe Simmons take three, stick it in the corner, Sam Simmons goes over, tap and go penalty, Luke Cohen Dickey's three. Like they know how to win a game, they know how to manage it. So I just think there's there's not really much of a hope in hell for Harlequins. But I would have said that last week as well, to be fair. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. You can't ever knows. write them off. Especially... I would love I would love to see as much as I love Exeter, I would love to see Harlequins win it because I think this will be their best shot. For the next few years, at least. You reckon? Yeah, I think we'll I think the turnover with the turnover and the return of Saris, I think if they're going to win it, now is the time. Yeah, that makes sense. If England are uh, looking for a batsman at the minute, which they must be, you know, I'm I'm free tomorrow night. Yeah, there's no there's no Ben Stokes to put a log on the fire, you know, <laughs> stoke exactly. the fire. <laughs> oh dear. That's no, all right. We got Rory Burns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's fired one back. Bravo, sir. <laughs> yeah, but Rory's already burned. You know, <laughs> we'll leave it. We should have just left it at Burns. Um, yeah. Don't worry, we will. Yeah. We will cut it. Cut it at the root. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely firing at all seasons. No, no, no. We don't want to chop too much, Mark Wood. <laughs> Throw another wood on the... St- <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> think. Is, the, is the Pope a Catholic? <laughs> you may as well be mowing down the grass at the same oh, time. Oh, right, no. You, you take, <laughs> you, you're taking my one now. That's, that's, you know, that's sacred, that one. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Don't chop down too much wood, or you might bring out all the creepy Zach Crawleys. The creepy Crawleys. Come on, come on! It's right there. Um, what else? Oh, I'm really enjoying this Sam Black Curran juice. <laughs> it's getting more. It's getting harder. 
Where else? Who else is in the squad? Watch out, for the, be... uh, watch out for the Ollie Stones when you're going around uh, taking the trees down. What well, we just say? I've got an Ollie Stone in my shoe. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is that, um, um, is that um, Robinson's uh, blackcurrant squash? <laughs> blackcurrant, yes. Yes, yes, it is. Um, ooh, ooh. I'm not, now I've just got to keep going. That's a very broad. That's a very exhaust. Yeah. Uh, that's a very broad statement to make. Hey. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, enough of the pun. Exhausting them. The pair of pundits have uh, exhausted themselves. Yeah, we're getting tired of that now. <laughs> okay. Anything well, else you'd like sh- to add? No, I think I think not really much to write home about with the cricket. But I would. Um, should we? Should we have a look at this week's quiz? Yes, this quick fire quiz. Yes, I think it's your turn to. Okay, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. Hello. Hello, Dad. Um, Duncan. Um, welcome. You're you're this week's uh, guest on the um top ten. Well, the the quick fire quiz, isn't it, George? This week. Yeah. Um. We we'd like to ask you a few questions, and you know, to gain a place on our on our weekly leaderboard. Are you okay with this? Have you got spare time? Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't oh, sound too excited. You sound so thrilled, Duncan. Unexpected. Unexpected. Uh, <laughs> seeing as you're just downstairs, you know. Um, okay. Well, at the moment, we have uh, we do a quick fire quick a quick fire quiz every every week. Um, I'm sure Duncan would know this. Yeah. Well, I'm sure as an avid listener, Duncan, you 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 listen. To our podcast. Um, so we expect you to get past with flying colours this week. Um, we've we've, on, we've got two people with who, who have finished on one point out of the ten. So if you don't do that well as a trivia man yourself, you should be able you should be aiming for the aiming for the skies. Um, yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right. Okay. Um, first question: Who are England playing tonight? Uh, Republic. Who is head coach of the Lions? Uh, uh, Gatskill, somebody? Gatskill. <laughs> Which country did England women's cricket team draw with this week? India. What was the England versus Scotland scoreline on Friday night? Uh, nil-nil. Who won the French Open? Um, who were the Lions playing this weekend? Japan. Where did Manchester United play their home games? Old Trafford. Where are next year's Commonwealth Games? Uh, Birmingham. How many shots under par is a birdie in golf? One. To the nearest ten, what ranking is Andy Murray currently in the world right now? Forty. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps that's up. Like, that's a good show. You've done the Hague name proud, there, Duncan. Yeah. I mean, if he did the Hague name proud, he would have got ten out of ten. But <laughs> um, we, we we'll go through the answers. George, Hague like standards. To through the answers. George. 
Yes, sorry. Would you like to take us through the answers? Oh, I'd love to. Um, so, yeah, England are playing the Czech Republic tonight. Uh, it's not quite Gat Gill, it's Gatland, um, the head coach of the Lions. Uh, and India were the team they drew with. It was 0-0 England-Scotland. Djokovic won the French Open. The Lions are playing Japan at Murrayfield this weekend. Old Trafford in Manchester. Birmingham was correct as well. Uh, a birdie is one shot under par. And then the final one, question 10. Andy Murray is 100 and, is it 119th? Yeah, so 120 would have been the correct answer. <clears throat> Eight out of 10, though. Yeah, it's not, not too bad. It's, it's uh... I think he's on the podium, is he not? Um, he is on the... he's Yeah, he's on the podium at the moment. I think we'll put him in ahead of Swanee. Purely because Swanee got a lot of lot of help, but yeah, um, Duncan Hague, you go you go second in the leaderboard. Thank you very much. Um, you might get, you know, well, seeing as you ate my double deckers, um, yeah, you might get a cup of tea later. Um, yeah. maybe maybe a beer during the game. Um, um, I really enjoy listening to your show. Thank you very much. For- that a great piece of work. Oh God! Stop it! Stop it! With the you're fans, only the fandom, you're, you're more you know. than welcome. You're more than um, welcome. You're, you're smothering us, Dad. Come on, stop it. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for your time and congratulations on finishing well in getting second place in our quick fire quiz. Excellent. I've never done so well at anything in my life. Thank you. So much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Sorry, know. Angus. Um. Maybe that's maybe that's telling you something. Um, but good luck with your future endeavours. Um, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Right, bye bye. Bye bye. What a noob. <laughs> oh, what a gent. Oh. Um, yes, that was that was my padre, the father. Um, and I'm sure I'll be be questioned about some of the questions later. Um, but yes, that was Duncan Haig. 